Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. Well, on such an auspicious occasion as a 50th episode, I would bring you nothing less than an auspicious episode. This episode is actually very much reminiscent of the Uncle Steve Waffle Zone, because it is just myself, my friend Ralph, and my friend Graham chit-chatting after we saw Iron Maiden last Saturday night in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. We talk about the show, but then we talk about a bunch of other things, too. It gets a little bit meandering. Um, there's some melancholy moments, and then you'll pretty soon figure out that by the end of this episode, which is kind of long, that we've definitely had way too much to drink. Graham and I drank two bottles of Malbec, and Ralph was drinking Irish whiskey and ginger. But I think you'll enjoy it. It's a slice of life, and it's delving into the mind of a Maiden fan. But before we get started, I thank you for your support. It is much appreciated. And I apologize for the long wait. I've been busy. And with that, you're on to episode 50, Maiden Malbec Reflections. He wants to do Good evening, world, and welcome to Metal Chat with Melissa. She's awesome. Thank you. And I'm Scottish, by the way. A wee bit Scottish, I tell you. <laughs> That's Graham. And Ralph, my sometimes co-host, is also with me. Say hey, hello. how are you? All right. We're just chit-chatting after the uh, Edmonton Iron Maiden gig. We're reflecting with some Malbec. A beautiful Malbec that's breathing. It's breathing. It's breathing and we're drinking it. And a bottle of rye whiskey for the American, the dirty American. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a hotel room in Edmonton. (laughs) The wife went to bed, the son went to bed, and we're up. We're up to chat. So we've just seen we've just seen Iron Maiden blow the roof off of Edmonton's new arena. A lovely arena, by the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of the best ones I've ever seen, been to. Beautiful, Clean, beautiful place. Organized, accommodating. The merch table went well. The yep. the the twelve different people at the merch tents, went which quick. is the way it's supposed to be. Twelve different bartenders at each bar. The which bar is supposed to be bathrooms yeah. clean 50, with toilet paper. Everything was beautiful place. Cup holders for your drink at the seat. <laughs> oh, this this is what I can't believe. I've never seen a cup holder at a concert venue. Really? So, oh, but it's not yeah. a concert venue. It's also a hockey venue. <laughs> well, it's all okay. Right, okay. So you're going to sit in your ass most of the time. So it's not every day you get to hear the trooper. So <laughs> you know, let's put our cup down and That's jump about. Cool. So anyway. Great show tonight, Melissa. Thank you. It was a, it was um, great. I will say, full disclosure, I had a and I I can probably count as many times as I've seen the show. I can count on one hand how many times I've had to pee during the show. Well, not let me rephrase that. How many times I've actually left to go pee? Usually, I just hold it. I did not. I actually went before. No, I went death of the Celts. So 
ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I, so I, I listened to a good, a good chunk. That's the hell this is a long song. Yeah, good yeah. chunk. Ran to the bathroom. No lines, no waiting. Zip, zip. Yep. Zip back downstairs. I mean, I, I still saw, I saw the beginning. I peed. I came back. I saw the great instrumental. I got that great sh- I have a great shot that I took of, um, of Dave and uh, Steve. And then I saw the end of it, so I saw a good portion of this of the song. So what you're trying to say is you saw, you peed, you conquered. I did. So <laughs> you peed, you conquered. <laughs> but that's what I did, and and, and that's more I, did you? So did you? So you were talking before about you were going to do a take a pee break during. So I I went for my pee break during a madness. <laughs> so I went right before Fear of the Dark. Yeah. So I wasn't sitting with these guys. No, I like yeah. left as soon as like I knew the one song. Um, what was the song before? Heaven can wait. Heaven. Yeah. No, it was no. Oh my god, we were I just can't there. Believe, believe we... <laughs> we were just there. It was Kelly Famous Madness, then Heaven Can Wait, and then Fear to Dark. Right? right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're having a brain. Fer- Fergal's going to pick us up. He's going to rip into us now. Alright, so anyway, that's that's he's going to go what? Did you guys even uh, go to the? Did you guys even go to the show? No, no, no. Just so. Why am I going blank? I yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, this part. Yeah, did that. Also, take the the little bus to the concert. Bing, 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 but so so I got my ticket separate from you guys. So we saw a tray. You we'll talk about tray. You in a minute together, and then we went and had drinks and whatever and then I was like you know what I'll just go to my seat because I didn't want to like play fuck around because you know there's other I mean, people it was there. packed it was, it it was, was packed busy, and, 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 busy and I was business. in the next block I was right next to you guys yeah. I was just the next block over I was but in I, row I, 5 and you were in row 3 so I was like and I still had a really good view a really good seat yeah, I yeah. actually I, mean, the arena, know, I don't think there's a bad spot in that arena that well was, maybe that in the was nosebleed but well, that's what those two guys in front of us tonight were saying. That they come for the hockey and they sit further up, right? Yeah. And they were saying that this... They said the sight no lines. bad sight lines at all for hockey at all. Yeah. You know, so, um, no. And that, I mean, that's, that's what the modern world has yeah. to do now, you know. But unfortunately... There's places all over the world have shit arenas. <laughs> there are. There are a few shit arenas in the world. I mean, the Antwerp, the toilets were terrible. Yeah, that was a shithole. That was a dump. That was probably one of the I've worst never, places. I've never but been. But the amazing thing is, right, we're calling it a shithole. It was built in 1942 during the Second World War. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The structure. The actual, yeah. you know. It was just To protect people from bombing. And, and that's why it's... The steel structures, you know, so you would have, you would have to drop a new yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool. But uh, remember, so I I decided to do my let's go for a a pint during Fear of the Dark <laughs> because I'm a bit I'm tired of that song. It's not that I don't like that song. I love that song. So I goes to the bar and I came back and I couldn't move. The whole crowd had shifted and they were going bananas. So I, I said to Ralph and Dave, I said, what happened there? And they're like, as soon as Dickinson came round the stage, the whole crowd got off their feet 
and everybody was just like it was like a rabid you know like Raymond's <laughs> crowd it was, it was probably the craziest fear of the dock that I've ever heard. It, it, it was like rock and reel. Yeah. Crazy. So, uh, out with rock and reel. And I'm standing there with my two pints going, <laughs> does anybody want one? <laughs> you know, so, you know, I had to go to the other. No, they, they, so. they love, they love it. Yeah. They love it. It's, yeah, but that's day. Belgium. That's Belgium though, Melissa. That was just, and that, that shows you what this tour is doing to different countries. We're in Canada. That was in Belgium. Amsterdam was just ridiculous as well. You know, um, no, and, and you and I went to Manchester, Manchester, and you and I went to Glasgow, Glasgow. and then I went to Ireland, uh, to, Glasgow, to Dublin, and you went to Birmingham, Birmingham with my son. Yeah, you know, the lead singer of Atreyu who said it perfect tonight, and the bass player as well said that the maiden fan base is the greatest fan base in the world, and it's just feverish. And I think tonight was an example of, of that and the shows that we've seen this tour. And I think they're more popular right now on today's date than they've ever been. And they just keep getting better. They're the greatest band in the world. I just saw Metallica play at, um, uh, in New Jersey and at MetLife Stadium two nights. It was great. And I walked out of there saying, yeah, Metallica is one of the greatest metal bands of all time, but Maiden is still better. And I'll say that to my grave. Maiden. But I don't. Just better. They're just better. They're just can, you, better. can you embellish on that? Because, I mean, you've seen them nearly 80 times. I've seen I them mean, 75 times was my gig tonight. Well, mine was 54. 56, 54, 54, 54. When, I think of, when I think of Metallica, I think of, um, you know, if, if, some, if another being from another planet came down and said, you know, what is heavy metal? I would give them Master of Puppets. Right, okay. I'll stop right. you there. Because I'll stop, you, I'll stop, stop you there because you, when we were walking down the street in Belfast last year to see Maiden at this small festival in uh, yep. Northern Ireland. Yeah, I went to that as well. The Sonic Festival, yeah. The Sonic Festival. Rolf said, you know, now we were in a part of Belfast that has its own troubles with, you know, Catholics and Protestants and, you know, and you're talking about Master of Puppets. <laughs> I was trying to look like, who's going to shoot me through the window? That's a song you about know. cocaine. I didn't so think it was a song about know, but, uh, anything that bad. But that's the thing. But that's, you know. I, I think if um, if we had to pick one band to wave the heavy metal flag, right, I'm going to it's probably going to be Metallica. But if we want to get the best band, it's Iron Maiden. And, and I don't know why I say that and how it... You know, like rel- it's relative to anything, but it's just how I feel. I like I love Iron Maiden. I like Metallica a lot. I love Iron, yeah, I love Iron Maiden. Is a fabric of my life. Metallica is a band that I like. My top three bands are uh, Maiden, Metallica, and Priest. Yeah, Priest yeah. No, uh, no, listen. Right, Priest, I, I love, love, love. My only... number two and my number two and three change daily. It's yeah. always Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's yeah, a long, and then, yeah. long way down to yeah. number two and three, but they change. Yeah, I love no, early, no. early, early Metallica. I love it, but I would say they kind of lost. They kind of lost me. And like so. the seventy-two seasons is good, but you know what? I don't know what it is. I just don't have the same passion for them that I did yeah. early I on. I just, I kind of maybe it's because I had to check out for a while there. But, you know, individually, and again, it's not their fault. You know, you know, like. Iron Maiden, they're millionaires. 
Metallica's Millionaires. But for some reason... No, Metallica's Billionaires? Yeah, but that... that like, they live that... They just seem like they live that billionaire. Like, when Maiden, you could still think they could, you could find them in no, a pub yeah. no, drinking no, a beer. No, but no. fuck, you're not, you're not going to see Lars in a, in a pub drinking a beer. But you might see freaking Yannick. You might people have people. seen Yannick. Well, see people have, people yeah. have but, seen you know Yannick. I mean? like, you're going to see Maiden hanging. Like, when I was in... I went to see him in Tennessee and Nashville, Iron Maiden. And they showed up at the bar at, at the Hard Rock. We were all there and... It was ridiculous. It was. I met Steve. It was. It was amazing. I was like a little nine-year-old girl. I was. Adrian was there too, right? Adrian and Nico and Richie Faulkner from Priest. And Richie Faulkner bought him a uh, Captain's Morgan and Coke, by the way, which was great. Never told me that. Yeah, it, you know, he was the first person that we saw because it, it was a, from um, the fan club, and um, meet up at the Hard Rock, and it was upstairs in Tennessee, and we had our own. It was the fan club. They had. It was just fan club members, and. I go up, I, I walk in, I say, Maureen, which is my wife, and I said, that's Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest. And I just, like, a couple of weeks prior to that... There is an awesome guitarist. Yeah. He is. I saw them, I saw Judas Priest in a small um, concert hall in Hunt- Huntington, Long Island, called the Paramount, and I was right up in the front, I got, like, facial shots of Richie Faulkner. So, he goes up to the bar, and I walk up to him with the picture of him that I took, of him, like, from his, like, you know, belly button up... And I said, "Excuse me, could you tell me who this per- you know if, if this person's here?" And he and he starts laughing, and he said, "Oh my God, where, you know where was that?" And I said, "Oh, Huntington, Long Island, at the Paramount." He's, "Oh my God, he remembered the show." And I said, "Richie, could I buy you a beer? You know, could I buy you a drink?" And he said, "Yep, you know, Captain Morgan the Coke." I was like, "Absolutely." I was drinking Bacardi and Cokes at the time, so uh, it was great. So I kind of had a drink with Richie, and it was good. And then I kicked myself in the butt because I didn't get a picture of him. And then, like ten Bacardis later. I asked him for a picture with my wife, and you know we were hammered at that point. But the picture is—it's uh, still a classic. But he was—he was so great and gracious. And then um, Nico and Adrian came, and Nico actually played with a Maiden cover band that night. Adrian kind of was with his wife. He didn't really talk to anybody, but Steve came out and um, met with the fans, and we, I got a picture with him. And you know, they had a um, the Hard Rock had a own Iron Maiden menu. They you know, Trooper Burgers and. Aces high wings or whatever it was, and I had and I stole one of the menus, and he signed the menu, and um, I got a picture with him, which was nice. So how did you how did you feel meeting Steve Harris? Um, you know what? It was my wife to this day still makes fun of me. She calls me like I was like a twelve year old girl meeting Taylor Swift, mama, <laughs> which was uh, crazy. And the crazy thing is, I I you know I'm with my wife over thirty years, and. Uh, she was hammered worse than I was, so she grabbed Steve, and uh, my wife's, you know, blonde with, you know, pretty heavily endowed. So Steve, of course, puts his arm around her and takes a picture with, with her, and then she's like, comes back, and I'm like, whoa, 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 like, she took my spot for the picture. <laughs> and it was like, I almost divorced her on the spot, and I said, you better get those those titties and get Steve Harris to take a picture with me, or else we're, we're done. So... But I got Steve with a picture. It was good, and, and he signed the oh, menu. Oh, that's so funny! But it, it, it almost caused me a divorce. Cause it's very, it's very similar to twenty twelve <laughs> when I I met them on the Maiden England tour. So I went to an I Maiden fan club meet, and it was just like nobody wanted to talk to you. <laughs> you know, you're standing there with your I Maiden. No, yeah. I didn't have an I Maiden shirt on. I had a like a gingham. 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 Well, I was in Texas. 
Right, so it was no, just no, 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 you can, you can, no, there's no excuse no for, that. for that. People in Texas wear well, iron I've, I've known you all these years, and I've hung out, you've, you've no, only wore iron rings. I know. So my wife and I, well, my girlfriend at the time, who became my wife, and then my ex-wife, <laughs> so it shows you. So we were in San Antonio, so I had this uh, checkered shirt, well, it's gingham, whatever you guys call it over here. Beer cowboy pish. I don't know what gang of means. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I checkered like. Yeah. So check right. thing. So anyway, so we're in. I said, "Oh, let's go here." There's an I mean, meet up. Not one person wanted to talk to us, and that's where I was a bit pissed off with the whole fan club thing. Yeah. You know, like, like, yeah. mate, you guys are over. We're going to the San Antonio show tomorrow night. You know, just. You know, yeah. you don't even say hello. Or just not one person. Was that was that twenty twenty twelve? Oh, all right. Because well, I went to San Antonio in twenty eighteen, and the yeah. night before, I, we saw uh, Derek Riggs did a meet and greet. Yeah. Right, okay. So anyway, so my ex wife said, you know, right. Let's just crap. <laughs> Can we go somewhere else? Because <laughs> there was one person. There was like fifty people. You know, just because I didn't have a, a shirt on, and I'm like, "Hello, you know, I've seen the band only nineteen times or twenty times." You know, obviously it wasn't world record material. So anyway, so we goes up to this bar called British Bulldog in San Antonio. Same thing as you, Ralph. <laughs> Standing at the bar, trying to buy drinks, and it was British Bulldogs, so it was great because it was Union Jacks everywhere. Yep. So that I like that kind of shit. Reza, my ex-wife, came tapped me on the shoulder and goes, "Steve Harris is over there." I was like, "No, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm denying the fact that he's even here in the building," you know. So, of course. I had to do the same thing as you did. She went over and introduced herself. Says it's okay if my boyfriend comes and speaks to you. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, I felt like a retard. You know, <laughs> like, like a guy, you know, I've travelled the world. I've followed this band all over the world. And there I am in Texas, just like about to cry. <laughs> so, wearing gingham. So, wearing gingham. I wasn't even wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. So... But the brilliant the one thing time he doesn't wear an Iron Maiden shirt. The brilliant thing when I, I went for a photograph with Steve, he said, "Could you tell your girlfriend get out of the road because I'm watching football?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. He was watching. It was Chelsea she, versus somebody that's which he doesn't like. You know, obviously being a West Ham. So um, she was blocking was, his view. He was just so good company. He was just so. Anyway, this is the most amazing thing that I will tell you guys was so the following two days later because I like the two days on two days off made my plane down in the woodlands where my sister lives right so I said oh on Saturday Steve I'm taking my 72 year old mother to see you and my father you right and it, Steve Harris just goes he goes well we must be doing something right then you know <laughs> And his beautiful London accent, you know, and I just shook his hand, you know, and the fact that when we went to that show, this is true, Melissa, 
when we went to that show, my mother was belting out Run to the Hills. Oh, right. Right. And I turned to my mum. I says, Mum, you're singing Run to the Hills. And she went, it's the only bloody song I know. <laughs> and that was on the Maiden England That tour. is awesome. Right. My so mother would be quite It dead. just shows you that she's had to listen to yeah, me yeah. going on about that band. My, my family too, but my years. family ain't got no part of it. I tried to buy yeah. a ticket for my sister's boyfriend. He he drove me to the show in Philly two years back, and I, you know, because they live in Philly, and I went to see them, and I stayed at their house, and he's like, "I'll drive you to the show." Pre, we pre-gamed, but he, I, and I was like, "Let me get you a ticket." Please come to the show, but they, no part of it. They don't want any part of it. No, but my mum and dad, um, I have got photographs, you know, and sadly my mum and dad are not no longer here. Um, my father, see when the trooper came on, because obviously he's a British person, I mean, he was waving that Union Jack as if it was going to a fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and that, uh, That's a beautiful memory that you have with your parents and your favourite band. Like, but that's just like but yeah. not just not just my parents were there. I mean, my cousins from Calgary flew down, right? Same thing was yeah. in Toronto, two thousand eight. So all I said in two thousand eight was, "Look, I'm want to go and see Iron Maiden in Toronto. Um, why don't you come over for the show? I'll pay for all the tickets, no problem." Ugh. I mean, they're a bit noisy. They're a bit loud. So, my cousin Martin, who lives in Calgary, he says, well, let's do that on a Sunday, and then on Saturday we'll, we'll go and see Maple Leafs. And yeah. I'd never seen a game of ice hockey in my life, right? So, after the second period, I thought, this is crap. <laughs> so, we went to the bar, and we got steaming, you know. So, so the following night was Iron Maiden. And I'll tell you this right now, Metal Melissa's people. <laughs> My sister came out of that concert, 2008, which was obviously the, you know... Is this the sister that used to live in Arlington? Yes. Oh, she used to live in my hometown. She used to live in my hometown. She came out and her first words were, when can I see that band again? Yeah. It's not the world would happen an hour later. And then an hour, one hour later, <laughs> one hour later, we're sitting in a bar, and I heard this. You know, oh, there was a guy who had the most giant calf muscles I've ever seen, Mike from Detroit. Yeah, I mean, absolutely ridiculous with tattoos. So it was apparently somebody in that bar. Well, the only reason why Graham knew how big his his um, calves were was he was wearing shorts, but it was like twelve degrees. It was so cold. But no, this, it was 12 degrees below, below freezing. But this guy had shorts on because he had a killer's tattoo and he wanted everybody to see his killer's tattoo. Yeah. And so, and I could not believe this guy had shorts on, but he, he had a killer's tattoo. And and I met the guy earlier in the day as I was Mike's going to the, the um, we were in a bar and then we were going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And then somehow this guy runs into... Graham from Scotland. So you don't just take it. You take it. So what happened was, <laughs> he, came, he comes up and goes, there's a guy over there from New York. <laughs> Look, he's seen Iron Maiden 37 times. I says, you're fucking arse. Nobody's seen him. 
that many times. Right. Now, this is 2008, Melissa. So you're thinking, yeah. you know, but how can somebody see them 37 times? Yeah. I mean, I was really pushing the boat out 19 times. You know, I was only 19 at that point. You know, not, not 19 years old, but 19 years <laughs> old. I was like, fuck. You know, my God, I need to meet this guy. <laughs> it's a lot of competition. So, there we go. I goes over and says, here you, <laughs> have you seen Maiden 37 times? He goes, mommy, I have. No, 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 no. He goes, hey, he was like, hey, who over there has seen Iron oh, Maiden 37 know. times? And I'm ignoring him. I don't. I just want to drink my beer and eat my wings. And then he said it again, and I said, "Yeah, that'd be me, man." You know, just kind of humbled. And then I think he went over and started doing like genuflecting or something. Because I'd never met anybody that seen the band that many times. You know, I'm thinking, you know, where? So what we did do was we sat and, and compared concerts and paired, you know, like materials and things we've done he quizzed me to make sure I was telling the truth I did I did I, did, I actually did quiz you and that's where I'm good because what I do hate is these guys that you meet that say that they've seen Maiden this that and actually and then you'll quiz them on a show for example yep especially go. UK especially UK where we live and they'll go oh, that was 1983 nope, nope. they didn't <laughs> That wasn't the single then. <laughs> that wasn't, the, you know. So you guys have got the edge on me over here in the US, you know. But um, I like, um, I'll, I'll, I'll meet a guy and be like, oh, I saw him made an open up for the Scorpions one time in Madison Square Garden. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> in, my, in my head, I say that. Yeah. I'm not going to blow the guy's spot up. But in my head, I'm like, no, that wasn't you. That was a guy in Manchester. You know, and I, there's so many people yeah. like that. I saw them open up and I, you know, I'm like, no. The last time you were in Manchester... The, 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 this guy said to me you know he says eh, that was 93 and I went nope <laughs> that song wasn't even written then you dick <laughs> no, come yeah, on I've done that some too and you know what though, though, but you know what though know the thing is the thing is is that I I, tr- I try not to because I don't want to sound like an over uh, well, you have know it all yeah but I don't I don't even when I talk to people I don't I don't want to like I don't want to sound like a dick you know what I mean like I don't I don't want to sound like I know more than other people, even if I do. Like, you know what I mean? And part of it is because I'm, you know, I'm older, so I've seen a lot of stuff that other people haven't. But people will talk talk about, like, some album. They they were, like, four when it came out, you know, and I was, like, 25 when it came out. You know, and I'm like, no, I got that, like, the first day it came out, and that's that's not correct. You know, or, like, the people will talk about people on albums, and it's like, no, that's not. Yeah. That's I, not I, don't, I don't say anything. I, 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 you know, I do the same thing because I'm just, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't do that either because I try, truth, I try not to gatekeep because that's just not cool, but. No, no, but, no. But, you know, but point. you do have to, you do kind of, you are kind of like, eh. But I don't, like I said, I don't want to sound like, I, I do kind of bite my tongue sometimes because I don't want to sound like a know-it-all because I'm mean, kind of a savant, idiot savant. <laughs> No, the whole point of it is more than a, more idiot than a savant. <laughs> no, but Maiden, Maiden are just this spectacular band that I think they're a one-off. I, I, I seriously think they're a one-off. But they are having so much fun. They are, like, and you know the thing is, is though when they're gone, because they're not going to last forever. I mean, no. 
Now what do we do? I think there's another three or four years at least. And and then what do we do? I mean, it's going to be like, yeah. who's next? Who's next in line? There's nobody. Well, nobody. I'll be in my 60s. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, me both. Um, but, you know. Yeah, it, that's a scary thought. It is. I am, like, I'm having more fun now at shows, whether it's Maiden or not, you know, than I've ever in my life. Me, myself, too. I'm going too. to more shows myself too. now. Yeah, and I'm going. To, I'm, and it, and I'm. Well, you, you know, know, the kids are grown. And you know, just going to see any any yeah, great me too, live me music. Too. You know, and, and traveling you, and just yeah, absolutely, I agree with you 100. percent I enjoy it now so much more because of the meeting and I'm more open now. Like I, I'll talk to anybody now. I don't care. Back in the day, you no, know, whatever. I was with my friends. I didn't talk to anybody. But um, now I talk to every single person I meet. You know, like and and I love it. Yeah, you know, me, like, yeah, you me too. Me too. On you. I mean it. I'll, I'll show you how the fact that, well, obviously, you know, families are into it, you know. So my back-to-back on the ship, right, he's, a, he's just, he's an individual that, you know. Explain what a back-to-back is. Right, so a back-to-back on the so ship you is. you explain what you do for a living. Right, so when, I, when I'm when i going following Maiden around the world, I have a guy who does my job when I'm not there. And then when he wants to do his thing, I obviously cover for him. So, to be fair to him, Darius from Poland said to me, he said, I want to go and see your band, Graham. You know, and that's how he talks. So he, he, and I said, you sure you want to go and see Iron Maiden? He says, well, he says, just to let you know, they've sold two nights out in Krakow and I have a ticket. Crack on, you know, and I'm not joking you. This is a true story. Sitting in Dakar in Senegal, he wanders onto the ship with his Iron Maiden tour t shirt. He said that he's, you know, him and his wife like orchestra, they like uh, cello music, they like, you know, um, his wife knows more about. Uh, I'm Maiden because she's from Brazil. Oh, yeah. He says, but, he says, I understand why you like this band. <laughs> I, this <laughs> is what I always say. And like, this is, if you this, see them, no, but this you get it. this is what he said. He said, you know, and Darius is, you know, he's, it's just a history buff. You know, he's just, even he says they were singing songs about Celtic people and Alexander the Great. And, you know, yeah. He said, it was a history lesson. You know, he says, but the passion, what got him was how loud the people were. From, you know, and he, he says they haven't seen that since communist times, you know, in, you know, in Poland. Right. You know, so he, he walked away smiling, like, you know. But I say that to everybody. I'm like, if you just go to one show, you get it. Even if you don't, like, even if you don't like the music necessarily, you'll get the spectacle and you'll get the vibe. And the spectacle and the vibe are part of what makes the band so great and what makes us follow them around the world. That's that whole sort of thing. I mean, because we go to a lot of metal shows. I go to a lot of metal yeah. shows, all yeah. different metal shows, all different subgenres or whatever. And there's some shows you go to, nobody talks to you, like you said, or or it's just they just stand there with their arms folded or whatever. It's just a totally different vibe. And there's like no, there's a different, and the, and just like Iron Maiden just has the best 
vibe. There was not one person tonight with their arms folded. No. no. Nobody. No. Nobody. No. Nope. Everybody had hands in the air. Everybody was Everybody. going for it. Everybody. And I thought the audience tonight was awesome. And my wife has seen me, you know, I, you know, like I said, we've been together 30 years. Yep. And she's, you know, watched me follow Iron Maiden and she never understood until the book was okay for when I finally him? told her. You know, I said, oh. Uh, uh, Melissa Malbeck is following in here. Melissa's getting another full cup. Uh, so we, we go to Bristol, oh, Virginia Jesus, for the Book of yeah. Souls tour. And uh, a little, little, road, little road trip. And uh, That was a good tour. You know, it was just her and I. And we were with another couple, but they were kind of like fighting. So it was kind of <laughs> weird. And um, she's, you know, Dr. Doctor comes on and she just saw me perk up. And she saw the goosebumps. And, and she, she said... Ralph, I, I watched you the whole night and I had the greatest time because nice. I could just see, I, I get it. I, you know, and I think she's that, like, I don't get it because I don't feel that and, way. And, but I see, I've never seen you happier. And that's that whole you know? thing is, if you love a Maiden fan, go to a Maiden show with your loved one and see their passion and see what it is because it's the same thing. You know, yeah. I've gone to shows with other people that have said to me, my family won't go, but other people that are just like, I see the look on your face. I just, I see how you get. Even when they're on, like even when I'm, you know, listening to them, I get it. So like, it's, it's just, it's such an emotional thing. And we were talking before about Dr. Doctor. Yep. And about how you hear that song, whenever you hear that song, you hear that song on, um, you know, Strangers in the Night. And that song, you know, obviously was long before Iron Maiden was attached to it or whatever. Every time you hear that song, every time I hear that song, I get this weird feeling in my stomach that just like butterflies or whatever. It's like that anticipation of what I know that song means. Mm -hmm. And I saw, and we all have seen Iron Maiden plenty of times before they adopted that song. You know, because they haven't always done that song. But it's just like, there's just that whole... That's it. It just, it's like a um, Pavlov's dog in a way, you know, right? It's like, that's, <laughs> right? It's like that. Yeah. You just, you know, and you've got to be in your seat. There's nothing that. better when that opening, you know, when, when Michael Schenker hits that first note and it's my whole body changes, you know, yeah. it, it's crazy. And, my, and my you know, it might sound weird to people that don't understand it, but it's the greatest feeling in the world to me. The greatest. I mean, there's, you know, actually, you know, like like my son tonight, who's ten years old, he was belting out "Doctor, Doctor" as if it was his life depended on it. You know, I love it, and he only knows it from maiden yeah, shows, right. and that's his fifth maiden show, and he knows that right. They're coming on, so you have to be there. You have to be in your you seat. Know. Yeah, that's your two-minute warning. Yep. I mean, I've I've fucked up three times in my maiden life uh, of not being on time. You know. Really. Uh, oh, it was awful, Melissa. It was awful. Well, I don't even know you anymore. It's <laughs> no. It's, it's funny it's because Paris, Paris, nineteen ninety-nine, <laughs> when Bruce was coming back to the band, right? And they were playing that fan club selected set list. Right, we were in row 
two. <laughs> but we ended up down in the front row because what happened was we were just leaping over seats. I mean, we were younger then, so, <laughs> right? Guys were dragging me, you know, just, you know, and the tears were streaming down my face because, you know, I mean, I actually, we didn't hit the front row until Churchill, you know, in 1999, was, yeah. right, so we've gone to the end. So I'm... Through Doctor Doctor, all we're doing was, was getting from the second tier. We were jumping off things. We were just, oh, I was just absolutely incredible. And I, I tears were streaming in my face. That show was ridiculous, right? And it was, no, oh, it was absolutely ridiculous. You know, in Paris to see the band with Dickinson back at the helm, mm-hmm. and obviously he did Clansman, he did Sign of the Cross, he did, you know. Man in the Edge, Future Real. Future Real, yeah. You know, I mean, I love Blaze. Yep. You know, but to see that guy do that, yeah. those songs. To see them, to see, to see Adrian back. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him. that. I saw the tour as well. And just, you're just. Like, so, and yeah. you know what? You talk, you touch on something because <clears throat> Iron Man fans are not afraid to cry. We're not. And, <clears throat> and. I have other friends in the community that will talk about how they get choked up. They they went to a show, and they get they got choked up, <laughs> and no, like no, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. I when we went, I went mm-hmm. to Paris in twenty what is that twenty sixteen? I think it was the Book of Souls. The Book of Souls, yeah. And that's what and, you were wearing the shirt when I first met you, and that's why that's why I came up to talk right. to you because you had the shirt. That's on. right, and and. That was an FC trip, and I was with somebody who was a, who had never seen Iron Maiden. She was she was a mild fan, and like I was like, "Fucked, like we're," and I'm like, and she's like, "Are you all right?" And I was just like, "I'm really," and it started, and I was just like, uh, you know, and she was looking at me like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> because she just, just doesn't get it, yeah. but it was just like it was so emotional for me. I couldn't believe I was in Paris seeing I you know, I was just like yeah, that's ah. how download was for me. Yeah. Download when 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 we were all together in download with all with all our other mm. blood brothers and yep. um it was it and was me, a, a surreal experience. <laughs> I mean no, but what you that have might to, have been what the, you have greatest, to tell the podcast Ralph, exactly. moment of my life, you know. What you and, have to tell you know, the podcast is Ralph that you managed to get us Moved. Yeah, because we were at that one spot and we thought we were gonna, uh, good there, and then we took the beer because you got to protect the beer. You got to protect the hinge. You took the hinge. You know the the beer hinge. And <laughs> and because you got to protect the beer, always protect the beer. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. off we went. And do you remember? Do you remember? I think that's because the death tones were so terrible oh, that God. day that shit. people were leaving, and we had a chance Jesus to go up close. But do you remember day. that woman though they that was in tell. the? But do you remember that girl that was in front of us that was like wasted, and the guy had to drag yeah, her out, and yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. they were right there. It was like, wow, what is wrong with you? How do you get that fucked up? And you're like second row, and you're now now somebody's dragging you out. You've missed the show. Oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, unbelievable. I just remember the girl. That was steaming. Um, I should get very upset. Oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that. When I poured red wine, yeah, all over that? the place. Try, but it was too It was during Stratego. He was like, 
She's going, <laughs> my feet. I says, well, don't wear fucking flip flops. Yeah, like, who wears flip flops? Like, who wears sandals to a metal show? Like, a pay festival. attention. Like, <laughs> yeah. pop it. Flip flops on. And I was but like, that um, download was just, I mean, like, I, you know, as close as we were, I still couldn't see that well because I'm only 62 inches tall. But I didn't have to see because I was with my brothers and my sister, you know, and it was the greatest, I mean, emotional. Like, Agre- I, mean, I remember I would, you know, I'm with, you know, I'm giving you eye contact, Graham, and we're like, like, wow, this is the greatest thing. Then I think my, my buddy Pete, who has been, you know, my, my, you know, my brother since we were 10 years old. Then I look at Robert and Previn and then Joe, Joe and Steve and then, you know, Melissa, I mean. Oh my God! And then Dave, you know, like yeah. I, I no, it's not just, love Dave and Roger, no, you know, like it, just, it was just the, the it was, and it's just a bonding thing because I'm man, some of those guys the they just I had I just ever. met and it was just like now we're like forever bonded, like it was just like so and like Steve and Joe Dirt, like Steve and Joe <laughs> are um, this forever bro- blood brothers, and even though like you know they've only been there with you know, with us those two shows, but you know, I mean that they're. they're Absolutely. Fabric, you know, Absolutely. They, they we, we, Absolutely. Uh, salt of the they earth were with and, us and... And they can't wait for the next time. You know, like, I, when next time we're all together... Well, they were with us for the, for the for the long journey to... The long journey to... Uh, oh, yeah, to Newark. To Newark. <laughs> three hours. Three hours. <laughs> five, hours. five hours. It was five hours. Five hours it took us to get there. That was ridiculous. That was, that was out of... Because although Joe did bring that, that foot-long sub. So. I, I went to Prudential... Last Sunday to go see Shine Down and um, Papa Roach, and it was like an hour and ten minutes. To, and it took that's it. That's all it, it should be. It should be. Cool. That's all it, it should be. Five hours. That's a crazy. That was that was Friday. so that was so. But you know what? It was still fun. We had a good time. We had fun. So go back to that um, subject you were talking about, about tears with Maiden. You know, tears of a clown. Because no, no, no. I mean, it's been a couple of times I've had. Tears. Well, oh yeah. Nineteen eighty nine. Um, when Dickinson came back to the band. Um, uh, yes, and um, download. Yes, me. because Dave, Dave, my best friend Dave, turned to me and said to me, because I had obviously been through a divorce. And he says that when Dickinson made his speech, he says that's for Eugene Hunt, and I just fucking. <laughs> and then when I was married. <laughs> um, Ralph and Maureen were just doing their beautiful guests that they do. We went to, for my 50th Maiden show, got to see them at Madden Square Garden. Oh, yeah. Right? No, I mean, yeah, and, no. And uh, Ralph's friends, you know, were so hospitable. Everybody treated me like a king that day. And then when Children of the Damned played, oh, I love the that Tears, song. honest, this is truth, Tears was to do. And my, my wife at the time looked at me and went, are you okay? And I'm going, no. <laughs> it's my 50th show. Yeah. Um, you know, and I looked at you and then you were just looking away and Pete was there and Mike, uh, what's his name? Oh, aye, Mark, Mark. Oh, Mark. Oh, man. mother of God. God. So it was just, Melissa... You know, I'll never forget that as long as I live. No, you know, I agree. You know, There's always landmark just, shows, you know, whatever, your 25th. It was 50th, a song. Whatever. It was just Children of the Damned. Because I think on the Book of Souls tour that, you know, for him to bring that guitar out and just... Ding, that song is so good. And I just started tears. And I'm like, 
fucking stop. Just fucking stop now, please. You know, and then he's looking at me, and my wife's looking at me and going, are you okay? Ah, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was a beautiful moment. That whole week. It is, it is. A week we were together. No, that was 2016, so 50. The next day, and this is not made related, but this is how special that whole time that he was with me and and his wife and, and Peter was young. The next day, he's like, I want to go see the site. So I take him to the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Remember? Absolutely. And we took a boat ride around the Statue of Liberty. And that was amazing. Emotional. It was crazy. Then we decided to go to um, the 9-11 Memorial. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. And I I lost a friend. That is beautiful. It is. Now, this is how amazing this this whole day. And and I blame Graham on it because I just, the world, just, you know, just just how special he is. And, um... I lost a, a, a friend of ours. His name was Joe Romanola. He was in um, Cantor Fitzgerald. And um, so we, we're at the reflecting pools, which are, you know, it, it's the size of the buildings, but it's all the names. Right. You know, and there's two of them. And I told Maureen, I said, Maureen, we're not doing anything else until I find Joe's name. I, we got to find Joe. And I had no idea how I'm going to find him amongst 2,000 names. And if I could tell you 30 seconds later... I found his name. N forty. He's on N forty two. But I was Joe there. Romanova. I was there, and I saw him finding it. And I and talk about crying. I I was tears. I was like, Maureen, it's right because they, they have a kiosk where you could like punch up. Yep, who yep, you want. Yep, yep. And I said, Maureen, don't you don't even have to go nowhere. He's right here. It was and it was just a beautiful time. You know, like like you know, I think that was just the universe and Joe saying, you know, hang out, with your buddy. You know, like you know, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Here I am. You know, and then we just had an amazing day in the city. We went, oh, to, was, we went to Maiden Lane. I, I didn't even so, know there was a Maiden Lane. In, in, right, in so we went on a boat, obviously, just for the tourists. So, But I've never done it, so that was great. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 you do tour, I you know, right? People come to Boston, I, I, I do touristy to stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't amazing. even know. And I, can, I was like, how did I not do this? It was we have wonderful pictures of Peter, you know, but he was we, obviously, so... Ralph and Maureen are just beautiful parents, you know, they were just like holding Peter on his, you know, and he was only wee at the time, you know, not the, the brute that you see now. <laughs> he's still a um, wee. I mean, he's still he's a wee brute. Past. He's a wee brute. He's a wee brute. So, me. so anyway, so no, he, you know, so we went out to Statue of Liberty and we came back in, in Brooklyn. So we get off the ferry and we walks up, so we meet Uncle Pete, you know, Peter... You know, who's just, he's just a beautiful man. He's been one of Peter. my best friends since we were 12. Yeah. Lovely. If you ever, oh, you've met Pete. I have. Yeah. Uncle Pete, yeah. he's Uncle dynamite. Pete. And he's, he's just known Uncle the, Pete. The, yeah, we, know, all Uncle Pete. Yeah, we all call him Uncle Pete. We all call him Uncle Pete. So he is, so he's awesome. just an awesome, and he's a he's huge uncle. Maiden fan. Yeah. If there's not many things about Maiden you don't know, go and see Uncle Pete. So anyway. <laughs> he's grumpy though. He is a grumpy bastard. But anyway, he's a beautiful man. Um, so we were walking on the road and he went it's Maiden Lane <laughs> so we stood there and we got this iconic photograph of the three of us you know book a souls tour in Maiden Lane in New York you know so, so so these are the things that you reflect on and go with your Malbec and just <laughs> uh, you know No. Right, anyway, I'm going to ask you a question. Melissa. What, what? What is your most 
favourite Iron Maiden concert? You know, everybody asks me that, and it's so hard because... What do you mean everybody asks you? A, a lot of people ask me that. But here's the thing about that is, so much of it has to do with who you're with. Yep. And yeah. I, in, yeah. or, the, or the context of it, whatever. The funny thing is, I can tell you what my least favorite one was. Oh, there's so, a good question. Wait, yep. okay. So here, that here's then. the thing. Here's the shit, thing. Shit Iron Maiden concert. So it wasn't a shit concert. I mean, on their end. It's no one. So most everybody uh, that listens to this podcast knows that my partner passed away in 2009. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, they toured in 2010. And... Not only did my partner pass away in 2009, but my best friend of 30 years, who was also my maiden pal, also mm-hmm. passed away that same year. So I lost both my maiden maiden nights in the same year. So Final mm-hmm. Frontier, 2010. Uh, I went. Can I, went I just to, interject? Sure. Sorry, I know this is a reflective moment, but. What are your thoughts on Final Frontier? So, I like Final Frontier. I don't love it. Do you think it's one of the worst albums? It, it's, for like post, post reunion, it's lower. Yeah. It's lower on the food okay. chain for me. Okay, so at that point in time of your life, it's not but, the best album. Right, so, so okay. this album comes out, it's not the greatest album anyway, and I'm, my life is... <laughs> In, it's a, it's my, the my, Eddie, by the and, way. And my, yeah, absolutely. Shit. And the yeah. album the cover shit is shitty. And, and, and my life is Eddie like circling the drain. And it's like, and at the time I was drinking Wicked Heavy, but can't miss an Iron Maiden show. Mm. Had nobody to go with. Yep. And they were playing at Great Woods, which is in Mansfield, Massachusetts, which is about an hour and a half away from my house. You can take the commuter rail there. I took the commuter rail. I actually got a hotel room. An hour and a half? About an hour and a half away from my house. I could have gone, I probably should have gone to New York. Anyway, I get I get down there. <laughs> I'm by myself and I'm miserable. And you know how you like, some people just have a vibe. I just like, <laughs> no. And so I go to this bar and you talk about nobody talking to you. Nobody. I had a maiden shirt on and nobody talked to me. Like, I, nobody, yeah. like, nobody spoke to me. I just had this like vibe, like, don't come near me. <laughs> like, whatever. I go to the show. And I cried through the entire show because it was the first Maiden show that I'd ever been to oh. where I was not with Jeff or Linda. And I bawled my eyes out through this entire show. Not in a good way. I wish I was with you. It was, a, wish, it was, it was, it was the worst. Sort of also. And it was, and I only, and I only saw that tour that one time. Like, that was it. Mm. And I, and I went back to my hotel and I was drinking heavily at the time, like I said. And I had gone to the packy, and I had like, and I was sat in this hotel room by myself and just drank myself to pass out. Got up the next day, took the train back home, whatever. I was, it was, it was miserable. It was miserable. And the funny thing is, people have asked me if you can go back in time for another to see a show or whatever. It's like I'd go back in time with friends to see that show again because it might have been really good that. because it was, it was, it was a, it was horrible for me. It was horrible for me. Yes. But maybe you needed that to go forward, you know. Like I, the, the I did. Like I that did. And, you know, I, it was. It was a. It was like a mess. A catharsis, but you know? the, but here's the funny thing is, my friends, you know, who aren't Maiden fans, but they were great to me when Jeff passed away yeah. and so on and so forth. And they were like, "You're going to." Sh-? I'm like, "I'm not missing Maiden. I'm drunk. I'm a mess. Whatever. 
I did not miss a, I did not miss that tour. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm Go not, on, I will not miss this tour. <laughs> so I saw that, I did see that tour once, but that was, that was my worst. And that's, it's, it's funny because it's like, but it's also a thing that says that Maiden is like a beacon, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, everything, everything's going wrong around me, but it was like, there was no way I was missing that show. Even yeah. though I cried through the whole thing, and I kind of remember very little of it, I was there. I was what show, there. What show was that again? It was the Final Frontier. Yep. 2010. 2010. But Which I, was, if you review that set list, I mean, it's one for us, you know, it's one for us, you know, in the sense of yeah. the purity of it. Yeah. was, you know, they, they played, you know, you know, all the songs after 2010. Right. You know, after 2000, you know, when after they joined the band again. After 2000, yeah. They did two um, separate set lists that year, right? I know that, well, when we saw the first two shows, but then they came back and then they did with the Wild Wind Blows and... That's no, 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 yeah. They right? did that. They did yes, two separate set lists, yes. right? Because the first year, so they toured. First, they only did El Dorado. And they did. And so the tour that I saw, I do remember. Thinking, I remember like, El Dorado. Think, I know they did two separate. Um, I remember El Dorado. Right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I, I remember. Um, it's a good song. That's what the first show in Dallas. Because you remember, you remember my my girlfriend of the time. Yes, Debbie. Right, Deborah. Right? So her and my sister were sitting in a. Uh, Sitting in my sister's house watching the big TV, watching this fucking pish program on the telly. Oh, it was Downtown Abbey or something. And the r- local radio station in Houston goes, We have live tonight, just released. And I thought, I am Maiden's new single. And they played El Dorado on the radio station in Houston and said, Houston, playing- we have El Dorado. <laughs> You know, they're playing in Houston over the weekend. And I was like... Because <laughs> <laughs> so, there was no internet back in 2012. There was yep. no... Well, I didn't have the facility yeah. to get it was, on It wasn't phone. on your phone like it and is I'm going, now. Was that there? So, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> so we were meeting you and Pete, you know, obviously up in Dallas. So I was just like, fuck! They've got a new song out. And it was... You know how you used... How excited! Yeah, and you I do, I do. When it, when Maiden used to release a single, yeah, right. Um, I mean, I can tell you stories when the times they used to do it in the UK, and the great thing about Maiden in the UK was they used to crash right into the charts, you know, right into the top forty charts, right. So you get the, all these dance assholes, <laughs> you know, these acts. Da- well, not Diana Ross because she was quite good. Um, but straight in at Coming number two. Coming from a twerker. You know, straight in at number two. I mean, with be quick or be dead. <laughs> and that song, I would love to see them do that song. Yeah. Again. I'd like right? to see me tail gunner again. You know, something well, like that. Yeah, I'd yeah. Do that. So, I mean, and I'm like, you know what? I'm a. F- but like did a, you know? Did I you like know? no preference dying. I think that. I think fate's warning. Oh, no preference dying is so great. I don't understand about it. Well, it wasn't a single, but in the UK, amazingly, they had uh, "Can I Play Me Madness" was number three. Evil Men. Wasn't that the Was that the Christmas single, right? 
Can I play uh, with the Christmas? Evil that men do was, yeah, we're coming. Oh. Hey, no, 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 bring your daughter. Bring your daughter, that's no, right. But Evil that men do came, or the, came with a poster in the 70s. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But they we're have the, because, because the UK has those Christmas, the Christmas song or whatever it is. Yeah, so. Favorite Christmas that song. That year or was. Um, but Clif- in year, bring Clif- your daughter. Cliff Richard, right, who's the number one for 30 years. And he said every single yeah. you know, bar, maybe Abba, kicking his wee balls, you know, <laughs> right? So, Maiden just steamed out with "Bring Your Dog to the Slaughter," which is a, right? which is a terrible which song. Which is a by Christmas way. classic. Uh, but the thing was, we knocked him. We knocked him off the Christmas charts, and it's a history-making thing. It right? is. How because, crazy is that song? But the most the only number one hit, right? But what you have to say was, because they released it with poster bags, um, <laughs> three different tracks live from Wembley, you know, different songs, different songs all yeah. the time. Um, I got a friend of mine that, that work, that I work with. And I have all these in the house somewhere. You know. and, and this guy, now he knows how much of a main fan, he's a, he's a new teacher, you know, wait, wait, I'm talking, I'm like, ah, oh, this guy's a good guy, so I'm talking to him, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, He's like, well, what's your favorite Maiden song? I said, oh, shit. I said, I don't know. It changes day to day, blah, blah, blah. He goes, mine's, mine's bring the daughter to the slaughter. I'm like, really? It's your favorite? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I said, that's probably number like 300 on my list. He's like, 300. I'm like, no. oh, I said, I'm not a big fan of that, no. that, that song. He's like, how no. can you not be a big fan of that song? I said, I don't know, man. I just don't think it's good. No. I, I mean, only Bruce can... Bruce could sing that live, but I like to see. Uh, I can't, you know, like again with the uh, talk about the Bruce solo stuff, man. With Roy Z and Adrian, oh, I mean, yeah. oh my god, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. But only I, Mexico. And, well, and so America. yeah, and I, I mean, thought about crazy. Mexico, but I don't want to go to Mexico. And then I thought about Brazil. Gotta get the, you know, like I'll say, you know, I'm trying to like Jesus Christ. Well, but, I have friends in Brazil. Oh. I do have friends yeah. in Brazil yep. who would look after us. We'd be treated like kings. Yeah. So, but I would rather see Maiden down there than. Yeah. It's it's, it's a tough thing, you know, because it's so much money to travel now, and and to justify that, you know, like all right, yeah. I, I mean, next year, thousand dollars. But but I want to say, for, I would love. I, I I you know what I, Tears of a Dragon, oh. is one of my favorite all time songs. Me too. To see that live again. Would be magnificent. Absolutely, me, you know. I agree with you like, on that. I think that I, song yeah. is so brilliant. So, do you, do you think that was his? That's his magnus opus. I think that's his opus. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's his great. That's his best song. And he has great songs. Yeah, but, but to that me, is, again, that if you're is, gonna say, oh, is. listen to Bruce Solo. Here's, here's you're not gonna give him tattooed millionaire. You're gonna give him, oh god, you're no. Give him, Jesus you know, Christ. You're give him, um, yeah, a chemical wedding is. You know, good song. Oh, that whole. I mean, yeah, that was a good album. Yeah, but yeah, here's a here's a better. Then um, when I saw Bruce, the ball's um, When I saw no, when I saw Bruce do his book tour, when no, he did the open when he was speaking. I know what you would call that tour. When yeah, was, right. whole, Speak, spoken word, spoken word Shout tour, out. which was a million, which amazing. He did Chemical Wedding, like acapella. It was like, when I saw him, he did, about, like, of, he did Tears of a Dragon. I see, I saw Chemical Wedding. It was fucking brilliant, man. Like, holy shit. I'm actually going to just piss you two off because I'm going to say I 
actually like sometimes listening to skunk works. Here's the thing about skunk works. So I was just recently talking to somebody else about this. songs on there. That's his his grunge album. That get you singing. That's his grunge album. That get you singing, though? It's it's better than Tattooed Millionaire. Because I hate his vocals. I just... There's those no prayer vocals that I can't, I can't, I can't, and that's the problem with no prayer. Because I saw the tour, and you probably saw the tour too, and you probably saw the tour too. And and when you saw that tour, he didn't sing like an asshole. He actually sang like Tail Gunner was amazing live. Like he actually sang. It wasn't. He didn't do the stuff that he did on the album. This is why. This is why. And in fact, I heard a song today. Oh, yesterday. Um, no Prayer for the Dying Tour or No Prayer on the Road as it was back then. Right. It was awesome. Right. Because I saw it when the Anthrax opened up. Yeah. Still, yeah. yeah Anthrax opened up. Because I was them. back home back then, so I was, yeah. So, it, but it was in a small, it was in the, the theatres back mm-hmm. in the UK. Yes, it was. Right. And it was great because the atmosphere was awesome and there was only like two It was stripped down. It was, you know, yeah. there was no bells yeah, and whistles. And he sang, and he sang his heart out. And this is why I struggle with the Fear of the Dark album. Because I don't think he sings properly on that album. But he sings He's better on that album than he does on No Prayer. No, no. He raspy as fuck. I like No Prayer better than Fear of no. the Dark. Well, Fear of the Dark has the Melissa. two words. Here's the thing about Fear of the Dark. It has the name two worst, two worst maiden albums. Apart from Be Quicker, Be Dead, and maybe Fear of the Dark, afraid that he to sings. Shoot, afraid to he shoot sings. Sings. Afraid to shoot strangers. Okay. It's, and Judas Be My voice. God. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, and he's got... Okay. Right, those are the best that. songs on that album. Just but I, I love yeah. No Prayer. I think it's a stripped down... Yeah, I can't get... I, I love Faith's Warning. I don't like his... I love the song No I don't like his vocals. Um... Live, the assassin, awesome. Mother Russia, right? no, the, 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 yeah, Mother Russia's Russia on that. That's their epic right? on that one. Yeah, Tail, I mean, I, Tail that, Gunner. That's a but great they, album, man. Tail Gunner Live was no joke. I would love if they brought that back live. I would be on board with yeah, that because the guys obviously we saw it. We were just like blown no, away. No, that. that they 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 were next. That was unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. That album though, I don't like his vocals. I wish his vocals were. And, but the thing about Fear of the Dark is it's two worst two worst Iron Maiden songs in the history of Iron Maiden are on that album. Nope. No. Worst song of all time is Angel and the Gambler. No, it's not. Worst and I'm gonna tell you why. Time. Yes. Alright. If they shortened it to three marks. minutes, it would be okay. Yeah. It's six seven minutes. No, and they have that and they have that weird the they, so they have that weird Get the keyboard thing in the beginning, the keyboards out. thing. And I've said this before, and my listeners have actually heard this before. If they chop that down and Bon Jovi sang it, you'd love that song. What? Come it's on. It's a Bon Jovi song. No. But you know what? It's better than it's better than the apparition. Have you heard the apparition? Oh, that's hello. Yeah, that's a comical song. That's a sh- weekend warrior. No, I'm here. Can song. you see me? <laughs> What you gonna do on Monday? I, oh, the weekend warrior Fucking was just please. awful. Oh, that was just awful. I, I mean, God, I, I, I don't. I, I mean, they were allowed and to that's have why some I don't secrets. Dying's better. 
Well, I, I, I agree. What's up? Agree. What's up? Running silent, running deep. <laughs> I do like. Oh, I, so I do like. I do. Like, it's so underrated. It kills like me how underrated No Grab for the Dying is. That is a good song. So but Bruce, like, Bruce was still singing as he should. Yeah. You know, but then in Fear the Dark, I only saw twice. They they played. I only saw it once. The Ritz, I think it was, with Dream Theater, and then I saw them. In Irvine Meadows, California, what with testament and corrosion of conformity. I saw him at Dream Theater because that's because we're at the same, we live in the same sort of neighborhood now. And um, that was crazy. We're here to talk twice with testament. I mean, that was crazy. That's another another great story. Oh my god! Um, testament. I mean, fuck sake. I love testament. But you like thing, you like thing, testament or you don't like it? No. Really? He doesn't like the vocals. Okay. Uh, I can't. I can't do. He can't do. Vocals. He sings. He, he can't do the vocals. He so at least James and Joey sing. You know, and John Bush sing properly. Well, John Bush but does sing properly. Given, There's no joke. I think Chuck Billy. I think Chuck Billy. Really I do too. But you know, just. <clears throat> no, not, I don't think Chuck Billy's like that. I, I I the only person that will get away with it in my book is Tom Ayer. From Slayer, because I've seen Slayer a few times. I think now. Testament is better than Slayer. God forbid. I no, think I'm Testament, not, has, Testament. I think Testament has better albums, one through ten. Like, like if you complete albums, like I mean, like Slayer has great. I have no interest. I mean, like Slayer has like an album, and there'll be two like sick songs, and the rest is shit. Testament has fucking every song is great on there. Right? I, like, I love both of them. And I'm a massive... And, and listen, I love Slayer. I'm, I'm a, a massive Slayer, but Dave Lombardo fan. I love and me I, some Dave Lombardo. Nice to have some with Dave Lombardo. Yeah, Dave well, he's, but now he's gone again. Yeah. But I mean, I remember, I remember going to... Well, I love uh, Dave Lombardo. When Maiden reformed, obviously, 2000, Brave New World. I gotta get you with the Testament, man. So we, <laughs> I, we went to see them. And, but that was when this new First of the Barrier thing appeared. Yeah. In the year 2000. So we were like, how can we not get down there? So we couldn't get to the front because all these fucking wanker Iron Maiden fans were there. <laughs> you know, but they'd, they'd obviously got... Yeah, you, it's a, you know, like you put your, throw your hat so in the ring no, or whatever. No, but we've paid, they... we've paid to get here. No, you're not getting down there. So kiss my black ass. So I was like, Your ass is black? How'd that happen? So Slayer, come on. You're just like, what the fuck is this? You know, this was in Errol's Court in 2000. That's London, right? Yeah, London. So I was like, what the... You'd never seen them before then? No. Oh, my God. Because they're, like, like, yeah, they're all loose by then. So I'm in a club. Yeah, me, you and me both. So I was just like... Early, yeah. With Jeff Hanneman. Yeah. Jeff Hanneman's oh, dead by 2000. You know, I've seen a lot of Jeff Hanneman. Yeah, me too. We were just like... No, well, 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 that wasn't until later. I don't know if it was, but anyway, 2000. In Earl's Court, they were sporting high maiden. And we were Slayer? Like, yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. All right. No, that was a big new world tour. Yeah. So maiden were just, you know, obviously. But they'd massive arena, same size as that tonight. Um, Earl's Court is that big? I never knew that. I thought I, I was. I was. was <laughs> you and I both were like, "What?" Earl's Court. Oh, Earl's Court was that big? It had these two barrier things. Okay. So we couldn't get by a barrier. So when Maiden came on, that was the problem. We just were rammed up against this barrier, and you know, and you were actually starting to fight guys yeah. to get your way out. 
going, you know, because the first to the barrier people had something, yep. and you're going, you know, and my mates are just saying, well, Graham, you invited us to this, this is crap, <laughs> you know, I'm not having a good time here. I'm going, no, oh, but it's the greatest city in my land in the world, you know, so, you know, so of course, yeah, we got, we, we got had to go into the state in America. Yeah, we did. You know, we, we had Halford, then Queens, yep. then Maine. Yep. Well, that was awesome. Yeah, I saw. That's a I that's a good trip. That's shows. a good trip. Well, well, no, in the UK we had you know a Slayer. Slayer is good for you. We had Hal- with Halford's new band. Yeah. Most of it. That and album's all, great. Of course, too. all my mates just thought it'd be funny just to see the piss out of me and see. Well, Halford was better than Maiden. Yeah, and my friends bust my chops yeah. too. Yeah. So I still get that. And they are great too. That Halford band was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And that was the boy for Stu Fun. Stu Fun. Yeah. No, he was in Fight. He wasn't in Yeah, Halford. Russ, pa- was in, Russ, was Russ Parrish oh, okay. was in, in Fight, yeah. Anyway, Maiden. But he's, he's, he's really good. I don't care what you say. On that, I mean, Dickinson's swinging <laughs> on his. his Thing that go right through during can, the mercenary. Let me ask you a question. And I love that album. Let's talk about the set for a minute. So tonight's set. Let's talk about this set design. Okay. Right. The whole the visual, not the audio, the visual. When we saw this in Europe, Bruce is wearing his cardigan. What the fuck is that? So we all saw the tour in '86 when he was wearing his jacket, the expense, the yeah. heavy, expensive. The the, they could have streamlined that. They could have made it easier. Yeah, I agree. And why is he? Why is he wearing a cardigan? I don't know what a cardigan is. That's what I, he was wearing tonight. That 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 that, 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 that beige thing oh, that he was wearing. That's a cold cardigan. Uh, I mean, he's a time traveler. He comes down. No, like it's, a place it's based on. Guy. It's based on a. Uh, like a time traveler. He doesn't look like Doctor Who. I'm telling you right now, he didn't look like Doctor Who. He looked like an old guy in a sweater or something. No, he didn't. Sort. No, he didn't. He no, didn't. you don't think so? No, no. Because the whole point, he goes from the jacket in somewhere in time with the glasses to this waistcoat. He's, he's like Rutger Hauer in the original Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Well, it's based off of Blade Runner, definitely. Yeah. No, somewhere in time. Yes, yeah. You know, even mm-hmm. the you know the Vangelis song. You know, same thing. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't like that. I don't like that coat. Mm. Whatever. Well, anyway, Melissa, Sweater I think he's, he's. I think a, I didn't. I would rather have the old coat. Yes, but I didn't mind the new coat. <laughs> but he always said the old coat was just so laborious. It was like thirty pounds. I know, but they could have like yeah, nowadays. Would it wouldn't have been. It would have been thirty pounds. Yeah. He could have like. They could have like. Trimmed it in that was from so beating hard or whatever. That was awesome. That I saw. I saw that tour. Now, so let's talk about. Um, when did you see that tour? Yes, well, I know you saw it. Yeah. I saw the first show. I saw her, it was um, in Hampton, Virginia. Right. Okay. So and then I went to the second show. It was in Largo, Maryland, and then I did Philadelphia Spectrum, and then I did New Jersey to Meadowlands. It was the Brendan Byrne Arena at the time, and then the Nassau Coliseum. I did five shows that time. And you? Did you see that tour? Twice, nineteen eighty six. And it was Ingve. Ingve opened up for nope. in Edinburgh Playhouse, which is an old theatre, you know. Yeah. And you remember who opened up in, in the, then? 
The most amazing thing I remember about that show, so obviously Maiden were just like totally spandexed out. Yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. They were, it was a, I mean, it, to me, that is my favourite maiden stage set of all yeah. time. The summer in time. With that lighting rig, when it came down yeah. at that angle, it's better than the one they had in the Peace Tour and Slavery. But anyway, and I always remember, so some guy threw a tartan hat onto the stage. So Bruce used that during running three so he was running from side to side so when he pulled the hat on you had to cheer it was like a pantomime so but running free went on for about 25 minutes <laughs> and that was the most amazing thing was it nennies you know and the band were loving it and there was no stoppage there was no and it was just and he's like and then it's just the, and even Steve Harris was involved and you know I mean it was so good it was so good and as a you know like 16 year old you're just looking at this band going what the fuck is this you know this is this utopia of music <laughs> you know um, so anyway I, I, I digress about the utopia of music there Melissa so when I went to see I Maiden and Glasgow in 1984, Tuesday, September the 11th. <laughs> That's the first 1984, show. 1984, first show. Nice. So they played this song called Sanctuary. Oh, right. Sanctuary. So I didn't know what that song was because it wasn't on Power Slave, it wasn't on. And you're like. And the lighting rig just come folding in. All the way down. Right, and you're going, what? fuck is this this is you know and I so that is my thing of Iron Maiden is they just put on a show back in 1984 right for me right for you personally for me the thing is the thing is they were putting on a show even like early on I know early on but that's what I mean like they it's always, always been yeah. audio-visual. Like, it's always been a complete But my mate Billy said to me, he said, yeah, but I saw them in 1983 on the World Peace Tour. I'm like, aye, Billy. But, <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, yeah, but the lighting rig folded in there, do you mind? I'm like, aye, but Billy. And he's like, no, I saw them in 1983. You didn't. You didn't no. see them in 1983. And he got to, the thing is, though, he got to hear Tutte Land live. Right, I've never heard. I saw it twice. Mm. I saw that show twice. Yeah, you best. I think it was August of '83 mm-hmm. with um, Fast Away and Coney Hatch. Yep. And then in true. October, it Saxon. was they no, played. The, no, I didn't see Saxon. It was um, quite right. It was October eighth, Oh, you made fans check it out. I, I think no, no, it's correct. No, it was October eighth, nineteen eighty-three. No, we don't and, um, and um, Eddie came out with, with the with the um, the street jacket, and he got caught on the lighting rig. 
and they had to come out and get him off the lighting rig. This, this, you know, the, the yeah. padding. Mm-hmm. Got, so got I, yeah, I saw that. And Quiet Riot, and he was such a dick, Kevin DeBrow, because that show they they announced that they were like the number one. You know, they they hit number one. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. And yeah. Quiet, so Quiet Riot. So Kevin DeBrow was like, he's so eager, me, you know. So he's like, here he is at the, in the garden, open up for Iron Maiden. He was just so egotistical, like, you know, we should be headlining. I'm like, you yeah, know, sit uh, the fuck down. Buddy. Yeah. Take, take like a, fucking, don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, take your little, uh, you know, so uh, Maiden SpongeBob Maiden. shirt and get the hell out of here. Maiden played the Galton in 83, the first yeah. time. No first time they headlined. They played in 82 with Priest. Aye, that's right. A year later. Yeah, a year when, they, when, they, when they did Peace, they were headlining. By, that, yeah. by, by Peace, they were headlining. I love that. Yeah, I they played Saxon in the West Coast, but they didn't have Saxon here. I would have. No, I would have. I would have preferred. Fastway was really good. That first, that was first good. Fastway that first album, album is no joke. Yeah, that, that we become that one first, and easy that, living, right? That, I mean, that, that first that, that first really Fastway album is excellent. And I saw the same thing. I saw Tony the Hatch same, too, yeah. right there. Yeah, Saxon had Power of Power and the Glory, which yeah. is. Power. My favorite Saxon album. Is it really? But they didn't. They won. They won on the East Coast. They did the West West Coast. Oh, and so did no twisted was on eighty five, twisted sister did. Not it. Twisted Queens like eighty five and. But in the first leg, and then in twisted sister. And then I the saw on eighty five. I saw Warrior out west. You guys Do you remember the band lucky. Warrior? Do you remember the band yeah, Warrior? Yeah, yeah, they had, um, So they were the band that opened for them. I saw them open up for Queens, right? So they were the band that opened up for them Long Beach because I saw them in Honolulu. What right? Yeah, so I was in Honolulu, and I well, saw... not just near here. <laughs> just, just over there, Melissa. So I saw the... the so I saw the tour in Florida, and then I was in Honolulu, and so I saw the tour in 84, and then I saw the tour again, beginning of 85, or I mean, April of 85. They in Honolulu. They did. They played at the NBC Arena in Honolulu, Balls and enough. Warrior opened for them, and that wow. was the show... That was a show right before. Is that Warrior Warrior Soul? It was Warrior. It wasn't Warrior Soul. It was Warrior. Maiden played in Hawaii. They played there, and then they went, and then they went. And then they did a Long Beach And then they did a Long Beach. Because I wanted to get to Long Beach, and I couldn't couldn't afford to get there. Metal Melissa gets the vote of my name for the big, obscure places. Yes. No. They played played Honolulu at the NBC Arena. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did Radio City Music Hall, that show. You know, they, they did... Jan- I did. I January was, 17th, I 1985 was um, Maiden in Queens, right? The first show. I did the third show, and they actually played Lost for Words, which is... They changed... They added Lost for Words in. No, I played that and last then, um, Yeah. And then... Um, it's supposed, I had tickets to show six, but they canceled six and seven. And then I... Yeah. That was it. He had that voice, right? He had that problem with his voice. Well, he was sick. I mean, no, sick, they, yeah. went, they came straight from Rock and Rio, right? To that, and yeah. it was like hundred degrees in Rio, and then it was like you know blizzard. In, yeah, I remember. I remember my mother wouldn't let me go to the concert because I had to catch a train until I shoveled the driveway. So I'm like <laughs> fucking like a fucking madman shoveling the driveway. You know, all the snow out. I remember it was a blizzard, January seventeenth. I did. That was the first time I ever saw Queensrack too, and it, they were so. Oh, they were Warning so had just came out, Warning. and it was so brilliant. Now, see, we saw them with Twi- Twisted Sister in Florida. See, I would at the you know, Twisted Sister. One of my favorite bands too. You know, I, I love Twisted in, in, in Lakeland. Yeah, I, then, I saw them. I saw Lakeland and Fort Myers, and then and then I moved to Hawaii, and then I saw them in Hawaii. And but. then in May, I believe May or early June, I saw I saw that show again, and it was uh, except. 
open up little metal heart was fucking great that's that's Udo good. Always you can't, you can't do wrong with that. Yeah, there were so many. Like, so here's the thing about opening bands. So, so let's take a minute to talk about Atreyu, who did a great job. Oh, I thought they were they, they got better as they went the show yeah, went on. As the show went on, and they, you know, and the lead singer was said said a very important thing. He said, "This is the scariest." No, he said, "This is the most exciting and horrifying experience of our life," and I think you. I think that's what Iron Maiden does, right? Everybody wants to open for Iron Maiden, but it's also like the scariest, hor- horrifying yeah. experience of your of your career. Because you have fans that, like, that there. I mean, right? There's no warmer fan that that could ever be there, right? right? So everybody's like, eh. I mean, there's a few out there that that Maiden fans would, would embrace, yeah. yeah. But it's hard. It's 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 there. it's it's, it's, it's a tough. It's a really it's a really tough gig. And I thought they did a really great job. They, I, I really, I like them, them anyway. Tonight. They're I, I local really to me. Them they're they're from they're from my area, and so and, and but but that said, they're kind of new metally, which isn't really my thing. But they're one of the better. But they would they were good. I thought I they were excellent. Was, I thought they were gracious, humble, and they professional, were and they, and they, and they, they were fun, they and they great. sounded yeah. like they were having a good time. Like yeah. they were really so enjoying the show. Me, but that's where I get. They get my vote because, you know, they uh, were very humble. They were um, appreciative. Put on a good show. Yeah. Put on a good show, actually. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, so no, they were good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to run out and Not buy shit or whatever. Down, you're going to run out and buy, you're gonna run out and buy their down, albums? Like, download it. But I, I, you know what? I'm definitely going to listen to them this week coming up. Well, you like, were listening to them earlier. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were listening to them earlier. We were listening to them yeah. in your room. I wanted but, to get to, you know, I wanted to hear, like, oh, let me, I, I, you know, like, put something on, I went on the set list. Listen, they were way better this. than Lord of the, whatever the, Lord of the Lost, whatever the absolutely. Melissa, Very good. So whatever that was. That I mean, the best, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Within Temptation, you know, when they, when they played America, was, was great, because I love Sharon. I, listen, I, I love Ghost was great. We saw Ghost. Rich. Ghost was excellent. You know, when we saw him in Europe, yeah. was, you know, that one of my favorite bands anyway. But Ghost was very good, Ghost too. was fun. Ghost great. was always going to be great, no yeah, matter what. they were fun. They, we, had, we, we, we saw them. They were them on the Book of Souls yeah. tour. They were great. And But, yeah, I mean, they have to... They really... Here's the thing that bothers me about Iron Maiden. Blink-182. Here's what bothers he, well, yeah. But here's the thing that bothers bothers me about Iron Maiden is they have so much juice. They could like take people out. They could like pay attention to what's going on, and they could grab some people. There's so many people in the scene. How about Blaze Bailey? Oh, right. Well, and Absolva. We were talking about how Absolva, their an old break their up, own band, break up his, Blaze Bailey's band. Him and his band. Yep. Absolve is a separate band. Yep. They're they're Blaze's band, but they're also a yep. separate band. But like, bring them out, bring them out. Every, because every listen, tour, I'll be so happy. Paul Diano sucks is, now. He does. He just he, Paul Diano. His voice uh, sounds terrible. Whatever. He's, he's not professional enough for him. You know, they're not gonna. Point. They're not gonna. They're not gonna waste their time with him. But Blaze is no joke, and I just wish that they would do that. Yeah, I mean, Blaze is amazing life. He's a, and he's a great guy, and he's yeah. a, he's a, a positive, amazing. A fabric of Iron Maiden history. So, it's not like he was a he was a jerk. He was no, a jerk. I mean, he was he no. was amazing. You know, I, I saw him twice at Maiden. Once once on his own. And so in Glasgow. Myself amazing. too. Same thing. So twice great, and then once. So great. And he's so such a good dude. And the band. And yes. the band. Yeah. Uh, 
unbelievable guy. And they clearly still like him because, like, yeah. he was in Manchester. We he went to the Manchester show. Yeah, I mean, and it's just he wasn't Bruce. That was right. That's it. That was it. And they but, just, they knew. And, and here's the thing. Great, and I here's mean, the thing is, Bruce had his solo albums, and Iron Man had their albums. And they both figured out that they do better together than they do separate. Yep. And that's what happened there. And that's that's it. And he, you know, he the world it. needed Bruce back in Mind Maiden. The world he needed Halford back in Bruce. Oh, right. This is you know, as right. good as Ripper right. always was. And the, and the world is, like, now it, it could spin on its axis again, you know, basically. And Blaze kind of, you know, what is it? The Man Who Fell Back to Earth, right? That, one of his songs about, you know, getting fired from Mind yeah. Maiden. Yeah. I mean... But he, but he's a you know great what? dude. And sometimes, he's a hard working sometimes guy, so it's sometimes should. it's it's like, and you know that you have to go through shit to get yeah. to a better place. Yes, and so Absolutely. for Blaze, he learned so much from Iron Maiden. He learned how to write songs. He learned how to craft songs. He learned how to manage. He le- he learned so much from them, and it's taken him to a really good place. And and I just. And he's he's so good. I would love to see him open. I would love to see him open for them. And and Absolva, his backing band, is a legit band on their own. And excellent. But I didn't. So, so I just, you know, I, it's like I'm tired of Raven Age. I'm tired of them. Well, that was tiring. When we went to see them in Belgium, you know, and like Holland, and I thought... I'm tired of that new metal. There's nothing... And spe- here's the weird there thing... There's nothing spectacular but about here's, it. Least no, the, no. At least the band tonight got up on the stage and the guy was yeah. like, trying to get the they crowd were, Yeah, yeah. But here's the weird thing about that, though, is... I try you, great. We liked him just fine. Ah, uh, you know But that. here's the thing. There's still a new metal band. New metal isn't really... Like, it's not really a thing now. Like, get a trad metal band. Like... I feel like they're kind of behind the times in a way. Like, there's so many trad metal bands that you could get that would fit. That drop D, that drop D is uh, what's left, you know, for metal bands. But I mean, it's like, but I mean, but no, there is a lot of trad metal bands that are in the maiden spirit that would work. I could, I could think of many off the top of my head that would would fit in, would would fit. So much better that people would be like, this is like the one-two punch, you know what I mean? Like, they, they get it. Like, I, if you're trying to, like, break out a new band, that's one thing. Like, which they kind of did with Ghost. They kind of did that with Ghost. Ghost are completely different. But, but. They, that's all down to him, though. That's down to that guy. Tobias. Tobias, who's got this weird, you know. They're entertaining as fuck. I just saw them. I just, oh, I just saw them, and they, they were dynamite. They were dynamite. I've seen them. I've seen them like four times. But they'll never open up for anybody again. Ghost. No, 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 no. People open up for them. People what about, open up what about them. a band like Clutch? You think Clutch? Oh would my god! I, well, I love know, Clutch. Listen, I'm a massive, yeah. massive Clutch fan. I would no. never say. But here's the interesting thing about Clutch is Clutch is not a metal band, and yet they're on every metal festival. Then. And Dropkick Murphys, two non-metal bands that are always on every metal festival. Why? You know what I mean? Like, what is it? Dropkick Murphys did a, did a tour with Hatebreed. You couldn't be like two more yeah. 
Pull, pull no, I've never seen Dropkick Murphys. I really, I want to. Oh, you should. Come to Boston and see them because oh, it's the hometown. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's where you want to see it. They do a whole string uh, St. Patrick's Day week. Come on. I would love to see. I would, you know. And, but just Clutch. I never saw Clutch. And then they opened You've up the Lamb of God. Oh. Right? So I'm like, all right, let me check. My, my buddy Charlie loves, you know, Clutch. You got to go see Clutch. You got to go see Clutch. Right, let me go see Clutch. Blew me away. They are. I went out. I bought. So I, I went out and bought like five Clutch albums, and then I haven't missed them since. Phenomenal. And, and I love him. I, love I see them. I've he's just, such a great. Oh my god! And, uh, and he's so his animated. songwriting is so clever. The guy wrote a song that's basically a recipe for crab cakes. Like, <laughs> who does that? Like yeah. that's. He's just. He's like the. That psychic warfare album. Oh, he's brilliant. And you go like from. I could go on and on and on about them. I go I could I could go on and they used to he I, says, just, I, I had the sense like a bag of hammers. Like I'm like, oh my god, that's such a great line. Well they get overcome by the ghost of Nancy oh, Nancy Ronald Nancy Reagan. Reagan. Oh, <laughs> it's like amazing. that is so like it's, by a bird. Oh my god, it's, it's so like, great. It's like <laughs> He's super clever. He's great, and man. I, I, I was used blown to see them away. like in the early nineties. They used to they used to go up and down the East Coast, and we used to see them. Well, they're from Maryland, right? Yeah, they're, they're from Maryland. Maryland. And they used to come up to Boston quite a bit. And they used to play with bands like <laughs> Sam Black Church and Tree, and and I saw them at the Hemp Fest, and they were like they was on, they were on like a wooden platform or whatever in the middle of whatever, and they just there was no there was like four of us watching these play. It was like so 1992 good. or whatever. They were, and, and from then on, I just like n- never, like, I just love them so much. And and here's the thing about Clutch. So you get Iron Maiden and they, everything's sort of stylized and you get the same set, whatever. The thing about Clutch is, set changes. Yeah, you exactly. never, you never know what you're going to get because they don't release the schedule, the, the set, until after the show. So you're going, oh my God, tomorrow, last night they played this, yep. this, this, this. I hope they do it tonight. You don't even you don't know it's old school, see, and see, that's what, so good. They have a black drop, and that's it. What I heard that each like each band member picks the set list. That's each right. Night. That's right. And they try to like fuck each other. To they see do. If, they if do. One knows one knows the songs or not. And and they and they try to fuck the audience because they're like, oh, you think oh, you're you think get this? this? Well, yeah. But them, did you I ever saw... hear that story about how uh, Lemmy told Neil? That they should always play Electric Worry because that's their ace of spades. Yeah. Which is not wrong, but... Which is one of the most amazing songs in the world. Ace, ace of spades? spades or Electric Worry? Yeah. Cool. Ace of Spades. I just... Uh, Corey Tell, I just saw him and then he closed his show with Ace of Spades. It was, it was epic. Does, it was really good. Do you hear Motorhead? Have you seen Motorhead twice? Ralph? You know, just fuck. You know... So I, I, I like Motorhead. I see Motorhead a lot of times, and and I just never got it. Was it European? Because mm-hmm. you're European. That's European. all right. I didn't know you're European. I thought you. I didn't know. I thought it was. I'm not European. I'm not. Your, what are you I mean, talking this about? Is some podcast. I'm not. I'm not. Is, oh Jesus! I'm, I'm as bad Melissa. as you. I'm like spilling shit. You got it. There you go, Melissa. There's a, he spills shit. A wine towel. <laughs> There's a wine towel. Oh, I'm going to have to go and reintroduce it to <laughs> the world. Good. Um, so see. what I was saying wait, 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 was wait, let me, frontmen let me. to singers. I mean, 
No, but Bruce is both. Yeah, that's why he's the best. This episode ended rather abruptly, and so I'm rectifying that situation. There is a part two. I just figured I'd split it because otherwise this would have been a three-hour episode. So stay tuned for part two of Iron Maiden Ramblings.